Statement with your host, Dennis Beard. There's the work of the ministry, and it's a strange work. Bring to pass this act is a strange act. Now, he's already said that in Isaiah 28, that judgment will be laid to the line and righteousness to the plummet. And this has surprised the hypocrite. Only the ones that do know their God will know the truth. For the wise shall understand these things, but the wicked cannot understand. We have that in Daniel 12. Now, in the last days, there's a final growth, growing up into Jesus in all things. It was prophesied in Malachi 4. Before the day that shall come, that shall burn burn as an oven, the day of the Lord. And that's when the Son of Righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings. And the body of Christ will go forth of the calves of the stall. Why the calf? Because it's calves' feet, which are as burnished brass. Judgment. Shining judgment. And that wicked will be ashes in under the righteous feet in that day. Then he goes on and says, Remember my servant Moses. Behold, I send you Elijah before the great and terrible day of the Lord come. He will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the children to the fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Now we're talking about a last day coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're talking about the second advent when he comes the second time without sin and salvation for his saints or the church. For the bride that has made herself ready. Well, the final growth in the state and glory of the church is four different stages. The first stage is that of newborn babes. These babies desire the sincere milk of the word that they may grow thereby. But we don't stay there. They're born of the water and the spirit. But then I write unto you little children. Now we have this, very important to know, in 1 John 2, 12-14. In John's epistle, he's telling us that there are three other growth states from newborn babies. We know that the babies are unskillful in the word of righteousness. Paul stated that in Hebrews 5. And he said, you have need of milk and not of strong meat, for those babies are unskillful in the word of righteousness. Now, we have the word of reconciliation, but the word of righteousness, which is the faith that was once delivered to the saints. We know righteousness is that Jesus Christ came, died, buried, rose again, and went back to his former glory glorified by the Father's own self, and now sent forth his Spirit in us. The Father's in us. We see that in Ephesians 4. For there is one body, one Spirit, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God who is above all, Father of us all, and in us all, the Father. That's the Spirit of God, which is the Spirit of the Son. That's Galatians 4, 6. God has sent forth the spirit of his son into our hearts, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The heart's in the spirit. And we find in Romans 2, 28 and 29, he is not a Jew that is one outwardly, 
and circumcision of the flesh, but he is a Jew that is one inwardly, and circumcision of the heart in the spirit, whose praise is not a man but of God. Well, the heart's been circumcised. Now we're turning the heart, and the heart's changing. That we see in Malachi 4, he said, Remember my servant Moses, behold, I send you Elijah before the great and terrible day of the Lord come. Next, the sentence he tells us, he states, He will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the children to the fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. And the book of Malachi ends. Well, it's a last day prophecy of the coming of the Lord before the great and terrible day of the Lord come, before the great day of God Almighty. And alas, alas for the day, the day of the Lord cometh, as a destruction from the Almighty, so shall it come. We see that in the book of Joel. And we're to blow that trumpet in Zion, in the church, and cry last for the day. There are four growth states. Now we're going, those hearts, that inward man, growing up into Jesus in all things. And that is to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of Jesus. Now we see that in 1 John 2, 12 through 14, the four gross states. We go from babies to little children. Now the little children, John said, I'll write to you little children because you've known the Father. Your sins are forgiven for his name's sake. You're definitely born again, newborn babes. But he said, I write to you, little children, because you've known the Father. They have the revelation that Jesus is the Father. That is another growth state. In the heart, in the spirit, not the outward man perishing day by day, but the inward man, which is renewed daily, eating the flesh of Jesus and drinking his blood. Not a hearer of the word, but a doer of the word. And that man, the inward man, is to grow up into Jesus in all things. All things of truth, all truth, not partial truth, not just one verse, not just, well, we're saved and sanctified and that's it. No, we're to go on to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ and to a perfect man and to the image of Jesus Christ, a perfect image of Jesus, the Son of God, which is the way, the truth, and the life. So we're talking about the next level of growth and that heart. In the spirit, the inward man, you go to young men. John says again, 1 John 2, 12 through 14, I write unto you young men, because the word of God is strong in you. I write unto you young men, because you've overcome the wicked one. Well, to overcome, you have to have the word of God. And to do the will of God, there's only one way. And Paul tells us that in Romans 12. I beseech you, brethren. By the mercies of God, you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable will of God is for you. Now, it's work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. 
for it's God that worketh in you both to willing to do of his good pleasure. Those are young men. They're the overcomers. We see that in Revelation, the second and third chapter. Now we're focusing on the fathers. Now the fathers are the ones that are full grown in Christ. And we see that John says in his epistle, I write unto you fathers because you've known him that's from the beginning. I have written unto you fathers because you have known him that's from the beginning. He says it twice. What is him that's from the beginning? It's the word of God. Eyes before and behind is revelation. It is the 16th Hebrew letter, Ain, the fountain of an eye. It's the eye of the Spirit. If any man have an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. If thine eye be single, thy whole body is full of light. But if thine eye be darkness, how great is that darkness? So the fathers there have that revelation of him that's from the beginning, which is the Word. The Word of God in its fullness. And how did they get that? Well, John states in John 10, seven thunders uttered their voices. And John was about to write and said, write it not. Well, then how is he going to get it? It is the Bibliridium, the little book. It's literally the revelation of Jesus Christ. The last book in your Bible. It's the heartstrings of God. It's the revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. Sentence signified it, sealed it by his angel unto John. John, there's a book, that little book in the angel's hand. Take ye the book out of the angel's hand and eat you all of it. Nobody's going to give it to you. You've got to take it. The kingdom of God suffers violence. The violent take it by force. You have to diligently seek the Lord your God. The law and the prophets were unto John. Since that time, men press their way into it. Pressing is for perfection. Paul said, I have not counted myself to be perfect yet, Neither have I already attained, but I'm reaching forth to those things which are before, forgetting those things which are behind, trying to apprehend that of which I'm apprehended of Christ, pressing toward the mark or the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. As many as be perfect, be thus minded. There's the mind of Christ. Those are the only ones that's going to be sealed in Revelation 7 in their foreheads. They're the ones that their minds have been renewed and come to the fullness, not just partial truth, all truth. To the measure, the statue of Jesus Christ and to a perfect man and to the knowledge of the Son of God, not just knowing Jesus after the Spirit, not after the flesh, just having the Holy Ghost, but that knowledge to the knowledge of the Son of God is epigonosco. Not gonosco, just knowing Jesus having the Holy Ghost, knowing him after the Spirit, Jesus in you. But it's coming to the measure of the statue of Jesus. 
epigonosko, much higher glory to the image of Jesus. So the fathers have come to the image, the full image of Jesus Christ in all things. And they've known him that's from the beginning, the word in all truth. And it's given to us to know all truth. In 1 John 2.20, we have an unction from the Holy One. You have no need that any man teach you. And you know all things. Those are the things of faith. And you know all truth. The Holy Ghost is given to you in all truth. And no lies of the truth. He is the spirit of truth. Jesus is the spirit of truth. Who is a liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ. What's all truth? It's growing up into him in all things. Christ being revealed in and through you in the fullness. And that revelation is Christ. You have to abide in the doctrine of Christ. Growing up into him in all things, in all truth. And it says in 1 John 2.22, Who is a liar but he that denies that Jesus is the Christ. He is Antichrist that hath denied both the Father and the Son. Why? Because Christ is the Father. Christ is the Son. The Father is the invisible Spirit of God. No man has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him. The Son of God is the image of the invisible God. Jesus said, you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Well, there's only one Spirit there. Not two persons, only one spirit. One singular person. The image of his singular person is Jesus Christ, the Son of God, which is the Father revealed. Now they have grown up into him in all things. They know and are now in the word of God in all truth, in perfection. And that's what we've been called for from the foundation of the world. God the mystery of his will has been to gather all things together in one in Christ Jesus, Ephesians 1. And Paul states, whom he did foreknow, the foreknowledge of God, them he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, not something less. That bride is in the image of Jesus Christ. That church that is made herself ready those are the ones going with him, but without spot and without blemish. And to say that we'll understand this in the sweet by and by is to say that Jesus did not mean what he said. He said, be you perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. He said then, he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints. And that certainly will get us there. In Song 8, Solomon, he hath a vineyard in Baal Haman. Solomon, you must have a thousand perfected glory. All the keepers of the vineyard, 200. 200 for the apostle, 200 for the prophet, 200 for the evangelist, 200 for the teacher, 200 for the teacher, the pastor and teacher. There's your fivefold. The keepers of the vineyard, 200 apiece. So it's for the perfecting of the saints. Nothing less is going in. And we find in Acts 3, 20 and 21 that the heavens must receive Jesus until the times of the restitution 
or restoration of all things, not some things, not partial truth, not just part truth seen through a glass darkly, but all truth in the fullness of the glory of Jesus Christ. That's the fathers. They're the ones that have known him that's from the beginning. And the fathers in the last day before the great and terrible day of the Lord come in the spirit of Elijah will turn the hearts of the children to the fathers, perfecting them. We have a little sister. What shall be done for her when she's spoken for? Well, she's not perfected yet. If she be a door, we will enclose her with cedar, the cedar work. That's in the last day work of the ministry. And God will uncover the cedar work, Zephaniah 2. If she be a wall, we will build upon her a palace of silver. That's sanctification under perfection. Why? Because all that in the last days will come to the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ through these two olive trees, these two living creatures, these two cherubim of glory, these two sons of oil that empty out of themselves the golden oil. The golden oil is not a half egg of beaten olive oil in the Pentecostal reign. This is far greater than Pentecost. We're out of the season of Pentecost. We're in tabernacles. This is golden oil. This is straight from the throne room. This is throne room revelation. That's the reason the oil is golden oil. And these two sons of oil, the fathers, empty out of themselves the golden oil into the bowl that goes through seven pipes to feed the seven lamps, the church, the candlestick. Those are the ones that have come to the fullness of the measure of the stature of Jesus Christ. Not something less, not Pentecostals. They've gone far higher in glory than a Pentecostal. They're tabernacleists. They have gone on to a higher glory. They're not holding on to the former reign, the old wine. They're going and making themselves new wineskins to hold the new wine. Thereby both will be preserved. God's doing it now. So the fathers, those are the ones that will come to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ unto a perfect man. That's what you're called for, neighbor. Those that he did foreknow, them he did predestinate to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. And those that he did predestinate, them he called. Now, there's many called, few chosen, we realize that. But if you diligently seek the Lord your God and obey his voice, then you will go from all to make your calling election sure you're called chosen and faithful and those that are called them he justified justified by faith that's the righteousness of God by faith and then those he justified them he also glorified neighbor he's calling us for fathers now now tune into the podcast we will go into the depth of this last day move of God in the ceiling of Revelation 7 which are the fathers that are full grown. 
for they have the mind of Christ and they're the servants of God that are sealed in their foreheads. If this bears witness, the Holy Ghost bearing witness with your spirit, that this is the truth, well, get a hold of us. We'd like to be one with you. God's gathering his body into one now, into the unity of the faith. Write to me, Dennis Beer, Post Office Box 2906, Longview, Texas, zip code 75606. Or you can contact us on the websites. There at sealinggodspeople.com, sealinggodspeople.org, or dennisbeard.org. Thank you for your prayerful support and those of you that are giving your gener- generous offerings. It's only through these that we're able to stay and bring these podcasts to you. We thank you. God bless you some 3,600 fold. And uh, until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Beard saying, Behold, the real Jesus.